Not all companies should be or could be venture-backed. A very small percentage of the companies would belong to this category. What's the characteristics of this category? They could be very, very fast growth. For example, 50% year-over-year growth or in the early, early days could be 100%, 200%, or even 500% year-over-year growth. On the other hand, for the, the angel-backed or even self-funded companies, they, they are almost like polar opposite. And I would say most companies would belong to that group. They don't need a lot of capital, but many of them would need some capital to get the ball rolling. Okay. Strong start to this topic that is angel investment and venture capital. I'm excited to dig a bit more into them. Hi, this is Small Business, a podcast by Amazon. I'm your host, Andrea Marquez. This is one of our This is Small Business minisodes, shorter episodes for those of you who want a quicker binge. These are packed with helpful information in 10 to 15 minutes. On this episode, we continue the conversation on funding your small business and jump into angel investments and venture capital with Alan Lau, co-founder and venture partner of Two Small Fish Ventures and the co-founder and former CEO of Wattpad and executive advisor to Webtoon Wattpad. So if I've exhausted my bootstrapping options, which one should I choose? How do I even know when and how to choose between the two, angel investment and aiming to raise venture capital? Well, you look at the type of the business, like realistically, how fast you can grow. If you exhausted the self-funding stage, you, you know you need some more capital to survive. Then you, you have to ask yourself, okay, how much capital do I need? What is it for? And after attracting that capital, can I get to profitability? If so, how quickly? These are the questions that you have to ask ask yourself, because uh, if you don't ask yourself, the investors would ask you and you better be prepared to to have all all those answers. Basically, uh, any investor would want to know what what is the plan to use the proceeds. Is it buying equipment? Is it buying the stove in the kitchen? Or is it for something else? And any investor, what they are really looking for is a very simple idea. They put $1 into a box, that's box owned by you. At some point, they want to take out, say, $2 or $3, get some return. So you have to ask yourself, if an investor gives you a dollar, if you use it properly, well, you, you must use it properly. It's not an if. You must use it properly, but how, right? Have that answer. And by investing that dollar into say, buying some amazing food in the kitchen, you, you can attract more patrons in, uh, to, to your restaurant, then you generate more revenue. This is your expectation, how much more people you can attract, and that's how much more revenue you can attract, and then how much more profits. Uh, if you haven't achieved profitability yet, um, when and how and how much you project you, you can do. And these are, once you have a- answered these questions, then um, it's black and white, whether this is an investable opportunity or not. And uh, by knowing that, you would know from an investor perspective, at some point, perhaps you, you share the profit back to the investor. It depends on the arrangement. You share the profit back to the investor, then the investor would know, okay, I put a dollar in, three years later, I probably would get back maybe 
60 cents, and then another two years, I'd get back another 60 cents. So, you know, they can do the math and, and make a decision. Let's double down on that. If I decide to go the venture capital route or the angel investment route, I need to be very, very clear about what I'm going to use this money for and what the profitability is and what my investor is going to get from it, right? Yes. I guess for, for venture capitalists, they might not care much about profitability early on because for venture capitalists, what they are looking for is actually the growth because the growth would, would drive the value of the company. They know they might need to provide more capital in a few tranches down the road. So um, for an early stage company, sometimes profitability might not be the first thing that, that they ask for. They may think about this, they might consider that, but the most important thing is high growth. And that's why this is only a very, very small percentage of the companies would fall into the venture backable category because through high growth, you can increase the value of the company pretty drastically. And that's how venture capitalists make money because eventually when they sell shares, whether to other investors or in the public market, that's how they make money. Um, so profitability might not be the first number one consideration as long as they can see the trajectory to get to that point at some point in the lifetime of the company. As a small business starting out who has already exhausted self-funding, should I consider angel investment and venture capital? I think a lot of people would consider external capital first. That's probably not the best idea because in a way you are giving a percentage of your company. So let's say you raise capital, you give away half your company to raise the capital to, to drive growth or get to profitability. The math has to work for you, right? If you are choosing between uh, continuing to bootstrap or raising more capital, you give up half, eventually you, you have to get it back right? You're sharing half the profit with the new investor, for example. If you don't think the new capital would give you at least double your profits or revenue, depends on what you want to measure, then it's, it's not a good deal for you as an owner because you give up half the company, but you perhaps uh, will never get back uh, half the profit ever. You might not have a choice, but that might not be the best option. Raising capital is a very, very important decision. But raising the right type of capital uh, from the right profile of investor is also extremely important. Imagine a venture-backed investor invested in a slower growth company. The investor would not be happy. right? Uh, if an angel investor invested in the company and realized, okay, this is a high-growth company, we need to raise $100 million more capital, it's, it's Originally, it's not the type of company I imagine my share could be diluted, you know. Uh, that person might not be happy because I, I thought I just put in $10,000. I can get back, you know, $20,000 in, in two years. I didn't realize it will take 10 years to build this gigantic company. I'm not in it. I don't want it. It could be like that. So th that interest alignment is very, very important. So pick the right investor, choose carefully choose intelligently. Uh, it's like marriage. Uh, it's not writing a check, a transaction, and, and see you later. You are walking along with that investor 
for a very, very long time. And uh, if you don't have to race, maybe you, you shouldn't. And then you can 100% control your companies uh, on your own terms. And that's okay too. So uh, there's no right or wrong answer, but there's a right or wrong answer for your specific company. And you just have to make the right choice. That was the co-founder and venture partner of Two Small Fish Ventures and co-founder and former CEO of Wattpad, Alan Lau. Here are some of the key takeaways from our conversation. One, raising external capital shouldn't be your first choice. It's a tricky situation because you would need to be sharing part of your company with someone else or several others. So maybe consider other options like bootstrapping grants and loans, as we discussed in our previous episode with Darling & Co., before you consider giving up some shares. But if you reach that point, it's not a bad thing. Sometimes you might need to raise capital, especially when your target is fast growth. Two, the most important thing for venture capital is a fast growth trajectory, even before looking at profitability. You need to have a clear plan that you can show investors for how and when you think you'll achieve major growth milestones year over year. And this also goes for angel-backed businesses where investors might be considering other things first in an exchange for equity, but will still want to know what the plans are for year-over-year growth. Three, picking the right investor is super important. I love that Alan compared it to a marriage. You'll be spending a lot of time with your investors, so make sure you're both a great fit for each other and aligned with the goals of the business. That's it for episode four of season two of This Is Small Business, a short and sweet episode of our This Is Small Business mini-sode series brought to you by Amazon. On the next episode, we'll be talking about setting goals for your small business and how to make sure you reach them. Meanwhile, if you like what you heard, subscribe and tell your friends about us by sending them a link to this episode. And we want to know what you think. So leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's easier to do it on your phone. Or email us at this is small business at amazon.com with your thoughts. Until next time, this is small business. I'm your host, Andrea Marquez. Hasta luego, and thanks for listening. This is small business is brought to you by Amazon with technical and story production by Jar Audio. Thank you for listening to This is Small Business. Did you know that we have a voicemail line? If you have questions or maybe a small business story you'd like to share about starting, running, or growing a small business, all you have to do is click the link in the show description and leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And you never know, you might even get to hear yourself later on on the show. Voicemails will not receive a response though. So for help with other questions to Amazon unrelated to the show, you can reach out to Amazon's customer service team at the link provided in the description.